Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Help, I've Sexted My Bosters. I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Normally, th- norm- something something doesn't feel right. I don't like this music. Let's change it. Hello and welcome to Help, I've Sexted My Bosters. I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Normally, this is the podcast where Jordan and I help you navigate the challenges of modern life. Woo! And we'll get back to that once Jordan has left the castle. This is the official home for those who wish to get behind Jordan and support him during his time away on primetime television. Now, we've all done so well so far, but we still cannot give up. Your country needs you, G&D, so please, everyone who can vote five times on the free I'm a Celebrity app for Jordan, please do that. Don't delay, let's let him stay. I'm William Hansen, usually an etiquette coach and author. I'm more privy counsel, Jordan's more privy cleaner. Weeks of torture, indignity and mind-numbing boredom are nearly at an end. Until we reach that point, we welcome once more producer Ben. Hi guys. And how are you today? Very well. Uh, one thing in this intro to, to pull you up on, if you pardon the pun, mm-hmm. uh, love the I Will Survive vibes from last night. Obviously that's the song that you were singing before you started a podcast series with me. Could have been a joke in there. Maybe that's the joke I would have written myself, but obviously you didn't quite have that level of of humour, you could say. Uh, the actual thing I wanted to bring up was that you're still not saying I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. And I feel I, I, I've let myself down, I've let the G&D was down by not pulling you up on this more often. I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Yeah, it's not right. It, it's, well, it, it is. What, what? You, It's not right. You, you watch this programme now. We've watched 17 editions of I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. And you're still saying... Here, like a diphthong. It's not a diphthong in this context. It's a here. I don't know what the word it's is. A, it's a monothong, is what you're trying to say. A monothong. Yeah, I've got experience with those. Um, <laughs> so I think, along with the Piketty, I know I'm asking for a lot with that Piketty, and we'll come on to that more later. But mm. you've got to say it. If we get to the end of the week, you'll do it, please, because it's fun. You'll enjoy it. Can we pick between whether I do a picky tea? Or I do it. No, this is me asking for a further favour. This is not exchange. It's not kiosk Kledwin. Right. I'm not giving you anything in return. You've just got to give me two things and then I'll be happy. So you get my happiness instead of some jelly babies or whatever they get from kiosk Kledwin. Right. Well, OK, that's fine. Um, coming up later, I'll be chatting to footies. Cool. Can I 
I've I've just got one more thing on the soft clothes, Lou. Sorry, I know I've, it's a long list. I just thought we had a lot to talk about tonight, and we don't we didn't we didn't need to pad it out with soft clothes, Lou chat. But no, we let's go for it. Well, it turns out I do have a soft clothes lid, and the reason why I didn't know that I didn't have a soft clothes lid is because I've never closed it. So I just wanted to clarify oh. that. And my girlfriend said to me, I think I also think that we should start closing to flush. And she said to me when she listened to the podcast, it doesn't go bang, you tit. <laughs> So I thought you'd enjoy that use of words. On with the podcast. Coming up later, I'll be chatting to footy star Jay Rodriguez. Everyone's behind him. Everyone's looking forward to seeing him. And we want him to do a few more trials now, I think. He's um, he's not done a few for a while, so it'd be good to see him do another one, I think. And now we'll raise our glasses to something that Jordan now has in common with both Ben and I. Six-packs. To six-packs. Six-packs. For those that maybe haven't seen me in any photos on our social media, uh, seen us on tour, I am six foot four, um, beautiful blonde hair, full head of hair, uh, very, very strong chiseled jawline, high cheekbones and rippling six pack and a very pert bottom. William, you're describing me there, but you said that you were describing you. (laughs) Bit confused. Anyway, let's just get the competition mentioned quick. I, I don't want to waste any more time because there is a lot yes. of Jordan. If you go to our Instagram, hashtag get behind Jordan, it's the same as every day. The prize is provided by the thebottledbartender.co.uk and all the details are on the Instagram. So go over there and, and you know what to do. Let's get on with the chat because there is a lot to chat about. A lot to chat about. Another double eviction. We will come on to that. We, we started the show. Ant and Deck said they were tired. Well... They want to do a daily podcast. Yeah, they're doing nothing. That's all I'll say. We're up through the night. They probably don't rock up to work until, like, I don't know, 8pm, do a couple of rehearsals, go live, finish the, sh- do, finish the show, do a trial, go to bed. Easy peasy. Easy. But whatever. Um, then uh, off, uh, Shane and Bev went to do the Castle Inn Challenge, where they basically just had to hook some pub signs in the right order. But that was crucial because they won... The ability for all of the campmates, well, not all, actually, because then this was before Bev and uh, Victoria got voted out, but the remaining ones to go to the this castle inn and have pub grub, which we will come on to later because all sorts of scenes happened there. The interesting thing about that castle inn challenge for Bev and Shane is I did not see a second of it because I was just excited about Jordan going to the pub. So I was just tweeting out images and videos as quick as I could from <laughs> Jordan with the pub. And one of them, I don't know if you've seen it yet because you often don't check the Twitter of your own podcast, which I find quite weird. Um, but there is a video there of Jordan cheersing to William in the pub. And I just thought, I was there. you probably haven't seen this because you weren't invited. So this was the night where Jordan and I went on a on a night out. We had some drinks and we went to a, a live another live podcast. I won't mention any names. And you were, I think, quite annoyed in the end because you didn't get the invite. I was absolutely livid. Yeah, so we filmed a video of Jordan cheersing with a Guinness to camera saying, to William! So you can go back and watch that if you want. But I just thought I'd bring that up and just, just mention it just to... Yeah, just to say, really. Well, I appreciate the gesture, even if he incorrectly put two at the front of a toast, which we're not really supposed to do. But there we go. I mean, it's fine. I'll go back and watch the video. Um, Before they went to the Castle Inn, uh, we saw some lovely little vignettes. Uh, Jordan joined in with AJ's little dance tutorial. They were were trying to do a basic box step, which is uh, critical if you're going to do the waltz. Um, And and that was nice. Uh, Interrupted by, by Bev and Shane coming back. Um, and then Jordan started to do his producer Ben voice. Absolutely buzzing. 
Do you think he, he... I mean, obviously, it was it was cut from the show if he did, but do you think he said, the voice I'm doing is actually inspired by our producer, Ben? Maybe in the back of his subconscious, there was there was a thought for, for little old Cockney producer Ben. doesn't come out that often, as, as you've heard in the podcast, but he is there, especially on TalkSport. But this podcast ain't going out on TalkSport, is it? It's available wherever you usually listen to your podcasts. Can I... Uh, I can't do the A, no, and I'm looking short <laughs> Can I ask you to say, uh, what's the sort of the joint at the end of your leg that attaches your leg and your foot together? My ankle. S- say it again? No, I'm saying that like uncle. Ankle, ankle, my ankle, mate, ankle. Yes, there was, there was, Jordan needs to work on that. Maybe we get him back with Gary, my elocution tutor, and sort of get Gary to teach him how to do an authentic Cockney accent. Yes, because your elocution tutor can do any accent. You name it, he can do it. He, like, copied Jordan on the Zoom call. It's pretty bizarre. Okay, yeah. I mean, I'm sure he'd appreciate that. I'm still saying doer instead of door. Doer. Shut that doer. Um, not that Larry Grayson was from, from Burnley, but I'm, that's what I've, uh, I've made him there. Um, and, then, and then the biggest revelation that came just after Jordan and Shane went up to uh, to the bathroom wearing their little togas, looking like Frankie Howard in Up Pompeii. Ben, don't even bother to ask me what that is. Um, you'll probably get sent his diary next week in the post. Um, <laughs> they, they were rather camp little togas, which I hadn't really sort of clocked before, but then they sort of took those togas off and Jordan started showing off his body. He was amazed to find that he had got what he, what he is calling a six-pack, Obviously, if you've been away for a while, your vision starts to go, your sense of judgment, and you start calling, you know, you start pretending things are bigger than they are, which is just as well. And uh, and Jordan started to think that that was a that was a six pack. I think he looks in good shape. He did look in good shape. He looks better. He looks in better shape than me, at least. Then we saw Bev and Victoria leave, and it was very emotional seeing. We saw more of what we we got the other night. Jordan saying goodbye to Bev, giving her a big hug. And then he did sort of well up. He, he mm. cried a bit, didn't he? Yeah, it was, it was, that was, I mean, it is sad to see, but in a way, it's nice to see because what it means is that he's made a really close friend. And I think we, we probably haven't seen that relationship to its fullest from the editing of the last few episodes mm-hmm. because there's so much to get through on the programme that you don't get to see everything. And they've clearly still got that bond. We saw that from from Bev, obviously, saying that she, she wanted Jordan to win when she left. And we saw it last night when Jordan was hugging AJ and, and sort of struggling with the fact that she left. But the good news is, is that he'll be out of the castle soon. Yes. So it's tough for these few days, but he has made a friend for life, I'm sure. And that is going to be good when he's back, at least talking to Bev, if not with her. Yeah. And, and, you know, as normally happens with, with not only this podcast, but with I'm a Celebrity, you go from a, a deeply emotional, tender moment <laughs> into Jordan talking about bleeding nipples, which, again, you know, he's recycling some of his old content from this podcast, but, you know, that's fine. We all, we all you know, recycle the odd joke from time to time uh, or anecdote. And, however, what was, what was fascinating, uh, G and Divas, as I'm sure you all picked up on, is that when Jordan's told us that story in series five, there was a critical brand of plaster or type of design of plaster that he added into the story, which is probably true, um, which was that the plasters that he put on his nipple were Dora the Explorer. Now, 
He left that little detail out of talking to the lads. Yeah, of course. Why? Of course. He did. You, can't, you can't expect Jordan in front of Olympian Sir Mo Farah MBOBE to say that he was using Dora the Explorer plasters. Can you imagine what Shane would have done if he heard that? He, would have, he wouldn't have st- shut up about it. He would have been out onto that bed, lying down, Vernon next to him being like, oh, did you hear what Jordan... Oh, I don't know what his accent is. It's Cockney. Did you hear those plasters that Jordan's wear? Ankle, say ankle. My ankle's got plasters on it. Plasters. Plasters. I don't know. Obviously, amongst friends in the G&D and you and I, he can share Dora the Explorer detail... Great, we got an exclusive. Someone sell the newspapers. If he's happy talking to to we lads about it, I don't see why he's he's not happy talking to to those lads. But whatever, we'll we'll move on. In they went into the castle in for their for their reward. Uh, obviously, they, a, a depleted number as Bev and Victoria didn't manage to uh, to stay in the the competition long enough to enjoy this. And Jordan's reaction to pub food and Guinness was, well, it was a sight to behold. They were all very excited, Jordan in particular, because, you know, that's the only way that that could have been better is if it were a picky tea on top of what, what they were being served. Well, I mean, it, 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 at first when I saw it, I thought well, that has picky tea elements. I mean, it was very beige, which obviously Jordan knows beige is beautiful. Um, but I guess the reason why they had Guinness instead of gin and de bonnet, we've actually worked that out ourselves in the recording of this podcast, is that the... They can't get hold of Dubonnet. No, we've we've drained the nation. If it had been, if it had been maybe a few weeks ago, a few months ago, when Dubonnet was in was in supply around the nation, then it, that's what would have been waiting for him, and he would have been overjoyed. Instead, he had to go for a second choice, which was a Guinness. Looked very happy. Uh, I would absolutely love a Guinness too. Obviously, we haven't mentioned the fact that the campmates were allowed to go to the pub. Obviously. You, William, you, you, you're not allowed to go to the pub at the moment, which you must be absolutely gutted about. So It's been tough. They're lucky in that sense. I, I did get told, actually, I did tweet out the campmates are the only people in the country that are allowed to go to the pub, which is a, a, is a mistake because oh. there are four different nations in this country and Wales, you're allowed to go to the pub, which explains why the campmates are allowed to go to the pub. So I'm sorry to Welsh... Are you issuing a correction? Twitter, tweeters that saw that. I think Laura spotted that. So, apologies. I got it wrong. Right. Okay, well, we'll just, we'll watch you. Just think before you tweet, please. I literally don't. I just tweet, tweet, tweet. Um, Jordan, when when he went into it, uh, into the the pub, I think we had a a slight uh, Camp Young Jordan came out. Not quite so much in the voice, but certainly in the mannerisms. It looked a bit, he looked a little bit like that uh, famous Munch painting scream he sort of walked in with his hands on his uh, on his face <laughs> that famously camp painting <laughs> it is quite a camp painting um but he he had the mannerisms that's what i'm trying to say and and it you know it didn't it very much became less camp from that moment on because jordan picked a, a very manly song to then sing as expected one of my favorite songs of all time i like to feel that he was singing it for me i will survive gloria Gaynor. And uh, it was he was beautiful. He's got a beautiful voice. I think I'll agree. The best voice out of them, considering. Uh, and yeah, it was it was a lovely moment. It was a very, it was a happy moment. I felt happy for Jordan. I felt yes, we've we're sort of leaving him in this episode in a good place. He still hasn't had his treat from home, which is winding me up. Just give him that treat from home. But yeah, 
it was it was it was a nice moment. We got our treats at home, so it's time for him to get his treat from home. Exactly. And then Russell and Jessica, another double eviction, were withdrawn. Can I just say about Ant and Deck? If they listen to this podcast, which they obviously do, Ant and Deck, I'll direct this to you. Why is Jordan never the first person that they say? Why do you leave it until a moment in the run of celebrities that it could, it could be Jordan? It might be you. No, do him first, Jordan. It's not you. Good, right? My heart's okay. You have to leave it for a few. What are you doing, Ant? What are you doing, Deck? Well, if it's changed tomorrow, we know that they listen. I can't wait. Thanks, Ant. Thanks, Deck. Um, now we we did promise. We have promised. Uh, we did it the other the other night. We promised to swap out Jordan's joke of the week for your joke, GMD. If it's anyone's joke, you can submit. If you leave us a five star review on iTunes, who does today's effort come from, Ben? Uh, it comes from Caramel Pumpkin Cupcake, <laughs> which isn't the joke. The joke is to come. Oh, are they from the Yorkshire Cupcake family? Which which family of cupcakes are they? I have no idea. I mean, the, the, the joke is pretty crude, so I probably should get on with it. Oh, heavens. Okay. Why did the baker have brown hands? This is... I regret this. Why? Because he needed a poo. <laughs> it's so visceral, I can see it. Uh. We'll be back after this sanitary break. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is an introduction to the podcast that gets a flavor for your neighbor. Peering over the fence when things have got tense. With the most outrageous tales of your next door fails. The time has come for you to listen to... Score Next Door. My name's Rich Williams. And I'm Emma Jones. Score Next Door is our brand new podcast. And we think you're going to love it. Hopefully a bit more than you love your neighbours. There's a new episode every Wednesday, so search for us wherever you listen to your podcast to find out what all the fuss is about. And if you do love your neighbours, you might as well listen to the people that hate theirs. Yeah, why not? (laughs) 
we're back, and it says here, I'm so excited for my picky tea on Friday if Jordan gets into the final. Yes. I'm not really. We've agreed yesterday that you that we're going to meet in the middle. So we said we'd discuss that off off podcast, and we did. Yes. Uh, now we sort of, I think we need to start putting a bit of a list together. So do you know what's in your freezer currently? Because I'm imagining maybe some sort of like boring soup, probably some sort of like potato soup or a squash soup I bet is in there there's probably some sort of meat so some burgers right well or some meatballs the whole point of a PKT I think is to sort of clear your freezer isn't it sort of maybe if you're you're going to defrost your freezer another date and you need to just sort of get things out of there um annoyingly I did defrost my freezer the other weekend for those that want just a bit of color uh, about my life so I won't like this it's actually quite well stocked at the moment but I currently have I have chopped banana frozen it's very good for smoothies. Oh, the camp mates were like that. Uh, yes, indeed. High in potassium. Uh, I've got frozen blueberries, frozen strawberries, frozen lemons, frozen lime, pre-cut, because then you can just pop them in your G&D uh, or your gin and tonic. And it's sort of a bit like an ice cube as well. Back to MasterChef G&Divas. Um, what else have I got? I've got some turkey mints. I've got some very high protein chicken burgers for Mikey. So you were right on the burgers. Okay. N- n- none of that suits a picky tea. And... You know, there has been a bit of animosity, and it happened when I first did my picky tea. I don't have stuff in my freezer mm-hmm. either, to be, to be completely honest. Like, I'm not a picky tea man. I'm not, I, I wasn't born a picky tea man like Jordan was, so I had to buy it in. And there was a bit of grief there. I think Ella's commented on the Instagram saying, well, in the spirit of a picky tea, it shouldn't be bought in. It should be what's there. Do you really think we want to be having William... On Friday night, just have some frozen banana and a chicken burger. It's a very odd combination. That's not entertainment. What's entertainment, Gene Devers? I'm sorry, but I'm passionate about this now. Is getting William into an ice land, as he says, and buying some potato smileys, some sausage rolls, some corned beef um, bakes. I'm not doing anything with corned beef. I've si- so when I went into Iceland because this is what Scarlett Moffat mentioned was the, was the corned beef, which I found hilarious, by the way, because she said uh, she said something like, well, you can have a corned beef pie. And you're like, not for me. Or a corned beef sandwich. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's not what's around the corned beef that's the problem, Scarlett. Um, but in Iceland, they stock corned beef bakes from Greg's official. So you could have one of those. But anyway, we'll sort out a list. That's the next thing. But we do have to sort a list because what is in your freezer currently is just not good enough. We'll do that later. Today on our podcast, we have... Oh, I'm so excited. We have Burnley striker Jay Rodriguez, an actual Premier League footballer, everyone. Oh, my God. Big, 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 big fangirl oh. in the form of producer Ben. Um, now, Ben, I am going to I am going to need some help, however, <laughs> with this interview. Like, you know, I can... Kerry Katona, fine. We found common ground. Tony Blackburn, basically, we're the same person. One's a great radio broadcaster, the other one's a former king of the jungle. What I will have to... <laughs> what I will have to need your help with is just a few things to just find some common ground with, Jay. Well, I've, got, I've, I've written you the question, so that's, that's all good. We've, we've got that. But just a bit of an introduction for William, and there might be some people that are not aware, but... Bernie striker, Jay Rodriguez. So he plays for Jordan's team. Jordan is a big fan of Jay, I know that. Um, and he is managed by Sean Dyche. So he has been mentioned on the podcast as well, but he's, he's the Bernie manager. So you know who Sean Dyche is, don't you, William? Uh, yes, he's he's the he's the 
the person in the photo frame that Jordan has on tour. Yes. So he's, he, Sean Dyche is his manager. And also, we obviously heard on I'm a Celebrity, the Happy Place, Happy Place, Turf Moor. So Bernie play at Turf Moor. And, um, yeah, thank you. Oh, I'm just ex- I'm just making sure everyone's in the know because not everyone knows football. Is that a problem? And then oh, the interesting thing as well was that a couple of days after this Happy Place, Happy Place, Turf Moor, Burnley then played at Turf Moor and they won. So that's just the context for the interview. That must have been a turn up for the books. I didn't write that in the questions, <laughs> but you could say that. Right, OK, let's let's get on with it. Hello, Jay. How you doing, you right? Yes, I'm fine, thank you. Um, now, how do you think Jordan's getting on in the castle so far? Um, I think he's doing really well. He's uh, come across dead down to earth. Took the trials on, gave us great um, entertainment at home. And I'm really pleased for him because he's he's, uh, he's doing really well. What's been your Jordan highlight to date? I think for me the highlight I burst out laughing most when he when he was sick on the cliff because that was the first <laughs> thing he did. I was thinking, oh my god, it's going to be a long, a long, longer series for for him. But um, <laughs> you can see the fear. But I think even then he got through that, and it was a uh, you know really happy for him. So. I'd say the first bit of him being sick is the, the highlight. <laughs> yes, I, I think there have been so many, but but vomiting on the side of the cliff before he'd even done anything. Uh, <laughs> God, God bless him. Uh, and then obviously, the the other most iconic moment is Happy Place, Happy Place, Turf Moor. Yeah. Uh, what was your reaction to Jordan, you know, in the Viper Vault, uh, shouting Turf Moor as, as snakes crawled over him? No, it was brilliant. It was um, obviously being a Burnley lad and to hear turf more on I'm a celebrity is not something you'd probably think would happen but it was just brilliant the whole thing of how you know scared he was and and that turf more brought him down to earth and got him through the toughest time so I thought it was, uh, it was quite a... If you were in a, a viper vault with snakes crawling over you would thinking of turf more sort of calm you down or would actually not be bothered in the first place? Uh, I think it depends I think if turf more were winning 3-0 I think yeah maybe it might yeah. calm me down but um Sometimes, you know, when it's a difficult game, it maybe won't calm me down. (laughs) No, okay. well, yeah, fair fair enough. Um, Now, how how have Burnley, your your other um, football lads, reacted to it? I believe a few of you have met Jordan. Uh, Yeah, that's right, yeah. Um, I think Ben Mee, you know, he he DJed at Ben Mee's 30th, I think it was, and I met him early on in the season. We did an interview together, um, and I think he met a few lads at the party that um, Ben Mee had. So, yes, I think um, everyone behind him, you know, in, in the squad, everyone's looking forward to seeing him. And you know, I think we want him to do a few more trials now. I think he's, um, he's not done a, done, done a few for a while. So it'd be good to see him do another one, I think. Yes, uh, yeah, exactly. We need we need to get him doing a few more of the trials. Um, I believe um, you, you've had a bit of a ribbing for Happy Place. Yeah, it's obviously, it's um, you know, with my Burnley accent and hearing Happy Place, you know, they, they start asking, uh, for me to say it and stuff, and especially when Jamie <laughs> Carragher does after, after the game, we win the game, and then he, he asked me to do it on a live interview. It's a, it's a bit awkward, but it's um, it's all good fun, and I think as well, it's you know, it's raised a lot of money for Pendleside and the food banks uh, in Burnley, and I think he's he's done amazing. So it's it's all credit to him, and I think everyone's dead proud of him. He'll he'll be so so happy when he he sort of comes out and realizes what's happened. Yeah, no, it'd be brilliant. I think, like I say, it's a credit to him. Like, it's, it's, you know, he's a, he's a great guy and down to earth. And I think him being ambassador Pendleside, I think it'll you know put the ice on the cake in terms of like what he's done already so far for himself. Now, Jay, you are sitting down. I can I can see that. So I'm yeah. just, I'm just going to tell you something that might shock you. So just brace yourself. Okay. I'm not a natural football fan. All right, <laughs> really. <laughs> 
Yes. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if you got that. I know I am a bit of a lad, but <laughs> I'm not. So I'm going to ask you a. Thanks for the laugh. I'm. I'm going to ask a couple. A couple of things now that made no sense to me, but I think might make sense to you. Okay. All eyes were on Turf Moor ahead of the crucial tie against Roy Hodgson's Crystal Palace. Yeah. Did you feel any pressure to make sure it was a happy place last Monday? Yeah, there was. You know, every game now in, in the Premier League is a big pressured game. And I think that one was definitely a, a high-pressured one. But we managed to, to get through it um, and get the three points, which is, which is important. But yeah, yeah. it's definitely, definitely pressure, pressured games. And eight minutes in, you slotted the ball through to Chris Wood after a mistake in the Palace back line. Yeah. Woody managed to smash it into the back of the net. How much of a happy place was Turf Moor at that moment? It was, it was. It was um, extremely happy, um, you know, to get ahead against Palace and, you know, to lock it out and, and get the win was, was definitely a happy place afterwards. You seem good. You seem, you seem knowledgeable in, in the football football world. Yes. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm, uh, it's, it's, I'm getting there. It's good. knowing Jordan. It's, yeah. it's what it does to me. Um, you, obviously, you mentioned back then that you were asked about Happy Place on Sky Sports by Jamie Carragher. How did it go down with the lads? Uh, the lads are just like head in hands. Like I can't believe you said it, and just having a laugh really about it, and uh, like saying, "Come on, say it again, say it again." So obviously, you just have to. I said enough, enough, enough on that. In terms of, I've said it on live on TV, so I don't have to say it again to yeah. the lads. You're not a circus act, are you? Yeah, exactly. Um, one of the last things Jordan did before he went off to Wales was interview Sean Dyche. Now, has your gaffer ever mentioned our Jordan? Um, I think we've all met. Yeah, I think we have mentioned him. Obviously, doing really well. Uh, everyone's chatting about it because um, I'm sure everyone watches it at night. So we've all, as a team, we've all talked about it and, and said like how well he's doing. And you just, you just, I think it's just a thing you talk about because obviously on the night, night before you come in, so um, he's definitely got a mention. So he'll be buzzing with that. I think he will be. He, he will. I mean, he's Jordan's obviously a big fan of of Sean Dyche. And actually, when we went on our podcast tour in in January, and I think the the one before that. Uh, last year as well a very different kind of tour to like a football tour yeah um jordan had on stage a framed photograph of mr deitch really? on stage next to my framed photograph of princess margaret right how how do you think your boss would react to being on stage with her royal highness <laughs> i think he'd love I it i don't mean jordan i mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was I mean say, princess margaret it will be a royal highness when he comes out i think in burnley yes <laughs> i know um, no, I think he's, he's up there, you know, with, with royalty. I think he'll he'll enjoy that, and it's um, it's, it's a nice place to be, definitely. Exactly, it is. It's and that's 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 the attitude. Um, <laughs> you're from like Jordan. You're from Burnley too. I visited Burnley for the first time last year. Jordan took me round. Uh, we went to the Big Window Pub. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, the Burnley Miners Social Club. Yeah. Uh, Oddis Bakery, Turf Moor, obviously. Um, if I ever return to Burnley, if they allow me back in, where else do you think I should visit? I think you've you've, you've gone the main places that you know. Did you pay twenty p to get into the manors? Uh, or did you? Or did you or, yes, or, I think, yeah. Was it under jo- Jordan? Jordan sorted you out. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I think Jordan sorted me out. <laughs> um, I think they're 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 great places to go. I think later on in the evening, it, it probably do not take you to Smacks. That's like a little. Indie bar Smacks. in town. Yeah, it's called Smacks. It's um, sounds a bit violent, Jay. It, yeah, it's, I don't know why it's called Smacks actually, but it's not. It's not violent, or hopefully not. But Jordan, I think Jordan okay. will like it there because it's indie music and yeah, it's good fun in there. That's where I used to go anyway. Do they play Reach by a Club Seven in Smacks? Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe if you ask, they do request. I think 
I'm not too sure. They're quite fun, so but I'm, I'm maybe not really. <laughs> do you, and the other thing that we're trying to sort of arrange for when I come up is: Do you think that I'd enjoy a Saturday afternoon on the turf? Hundred percent, hundred percent. You'd love it. It's um, you know, it's it's good fun. It's it's a good laugh. Um, you have to get yourself a Benny and hot at half time. Have you had one of them? Did you have one of them? I have. Yes. Did, did you enjoy again it? in the minors? Well, it was hot. <laughs> So it lived up to his name. That's all I can ask. Really. That's all I can say, yeah. Have you ever had a gin and a bonnet? No. Oh, okay, this? so this, this was a thing. So this, I introduced this to Jordan way back okay. at the start of this podcast in Series 1. So obviously gin, you know what it is. Yeah. De bonnet is a fortified red wine. Uh, it's, it's like a much lighter port. Uh, and you okay. have it with, over ice with a slice of orange or lime. And you, it's two parts de bonnet, one part gin. So it is, it is a little bit of a, I've had a really bad day drink. That's how I used to view it. I mean, it's yeah. not a, there's nothing to soften it. No, no, no. Uh, but it's delicious. It was the, a favourite of the late Queen Mothers. Right. Uh, it, it's quite hard to find now, especially now that we've made it so popular. But a G&D is very good. Nice, yeah. I'll definitely have a go at that, yeah. Have a go. And when I come up to Burnley next time, we can go out for a, a G&D ourselves. Definitely. 100%. We can get um, get the miners set up and get them to get the G&D out. They'll be flying yes. out. I'm sure they will. Yes. Get your D out for the lads. <laughs> now, you're an ambassador for Pendleside Hospice alongside Jordan. Um, what does the charity mean to you and why does it mean so much? Um, obviously, it's a local charity and, um, you know, it's... It helps families locally in, in times of need. And I feel like the care they provide, you know, is the best. And like obviously I went through it myself recently with my grand granddad and um, I just couldn't, you know, thank the staff and nurses for the help. And I think um, everyone I spoke to about it said the same thing. So I feel like that's, you know, anything I can do to help. And I'm sure Jordan feels the same way to help Pendleside is, is the least we can do. I know it's full of great people and, it means a lot to a lot of people locally, so, you know, like I said, anything we can do to help, we'll always do. Uh, well, both Ben and I, we've got our T-shirts on the way. Oh, yeah. place T-shirts. They haven't arrived yet. But um, if all, any of our listeners want to find out how to donate, how to get their own T-shirt, Ben, our producer, will will tweet out the details uh, so people can do it do it there. Now, Jay, as a footballer, you must have a very strict diet. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'd say, yeah, we are pretty strict. Maybe on a, after a game, you can eat, maybe what you want in terms of you, you need to get as much in as you can after a game so it's only probably once a week you can you can eat that but yeah pretty strict so do you ever treat yourself maybe after a game to a picky tea a picky tea um yes yeah, some yeah like we picky bits and that yeah my missus sometimes say, do, yeah. you fancy, do you fancy picky bits and it'd be like we just get some random bits it could be like little bits of Chinese food and a bit of like Indian picky bits and it's all it's all a bit random but you don't mind wow, it. Wow, yeah. cultural. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, think, it. Okay. I think it's just whatever's in the supermarket at the time you say picky picky bits and you just, you just get whatever you can. You see I'm being basically forced if Jordan is in the final on, right. on Friday producer Ben is forcing me to have a picky tea because I've never had we don't have them in the south so I've, I've got nothing in I mean the freezer the freezer is not what I think Ben thinks it is uh, but Jordan will be very proud knowing that I have now got picky tea advice yeah. from Jay Rodriguez. Get yourself to M&S. That's the, the, the nice. M&S. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. You see? Yeah. Thank you, Jay. You I'm go. being made to go to somewhere called Iceland. Have you ever heard of that? <laughs> yeah. Great place. 
Yeah, well, I'll let you know. <laughs> Finally, can we have a good luck message for our Jordan? 100%, yeah. Um, good luck, Jordan. You're making everyone proud and keep doing what you're doing. I think um, you know, you've been great so far and I, I really do hope you win it. Definitely, definitely get our votes, definitely. Well, Jay, thank you very, very much indeed. It's been an utter pleasure to talk to you. I can honestly say you are the nicest footballer I have ever spoken to. Thank you. I'm the only footballer you've spoken to. Correct. But you yeah. are. You, I think if I spoke to a lot more others, you would still be the nicest. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. I really enjoyed it. And if you, like Jay, would like to continue to show your support for Jordan, please do. He has come this far, so let's get him a little bit further. Every day counts. If you're able, please vote for Jordan using the ITV app or however you wish to cast your votes. Ben and I will be back tomorrow for another instalment of our daily Get Behind Jordan update podcasts. Thank you for listening, G&Divas. It's goodbye from me, and it's... Bye, guys. ...from him. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. <laughs> <laughs> you will be right Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> this was, like wilderness a lot of laughs y'all weird but you yeah, you you were different like you were real different, bro. i can't really put my finger on it and so much more just goes to show that unexpected yeah. things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip roundabout season two presented by nissan is live now with new episodes rolling out every thursday listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.